It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Changemakers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Now, let's start talking. In recent weeks, we've been hearing more and more about the possibility of a cyber attack. Joining us today to talk about what these warnings really mean is John Yarnarelli, a former FBI special agent who was member of the FBI Cyber Division Executive Staff and was an assistant special agent in charge overseeing all criminal, cyber, and counterintelligence investigations. Welcome, John. Thank you so much for joining us. Joni, thanks for having me today. So, John... The word cyber attack has been a hot buzzword in the news, and if you spend any time scrolling through social media, you can feel a sense of panic among people. So let's just start off with a, with a really basic understanding of what it is we're talking about. What is a cyber attack? Well, a cyber attack essentially is some third-party entity. It could be a criminal. It could be a rogue state like Russia that wants to attack our cyber use here in the United States, whether that be our infrastructure or private sector business, because if they hurt our business, they hurt all of the country as well. So no one's really immune. So cyber attacks take place all the time. Why so much buzz all of a sudden? What's happening? A lot of it is because it's the flavor of the month when it comes to the news. You're right. Cyber attacks are happening constantly. The FBI reports that they receive about 66 thousand complaints a month nationwide of people who have been victims of various cyber crimes. That's been going on for years and years, long before we saw any invasion by the Russians into the Ukraine. It's just now it's on everyone's radar and we're aware of the capabilities of what can happen. What are some of the worst things that could happen? I've seen people on Twitter saying, you know, the energy grids will go down, water will be disrupted. Uh, air traffic will be halted. Are these all within the realm of possibility? Anything is within the realm of possibility when it comes to cyber. And you do have the capabilities of doing things like that if you can get into the network and perpetrate the crime. But a couple of things, first of all. So for many years, terrorists and rogue nations have been trying to do things like that. And we're pretty good here in the U.S. about defending ourselves. Likewise, let's not underestimate what the United States capabilities are as well. Countries out there know that if we are attacked, we're going to attack back in kind. They don't want their electrical grids or air traffic control shut down any more than we do. So it has that sort of detente effect. But again, let's not ignore that we're not just leaving everything open for attack. There is a lot of people in this country working around the clock in both the government and private sector to keep everyone safe. John, would we have some type of a warning? So, for example, the other day, the president 
had said that he felt that there, there was a good chance we could have a cyber attack, and he asked businesses to really up their game in protecting their companies. Would we have a warning, like if the planes were in the sky and they were able to hack air traffic, would we know that or would these planes just get stuck up there? Well, there would certainly be warnings and indicators that would take place. No planes are going to be falling out of the sky, so there's nothing to fear in that respect. When the president asked people to up their game, I'm not even sure what that's supposed to mean exactly, because for years, every corporation in America has had cyber teams in place, specific positions of personnel who's charged with overseeing cyber operations to ensure the protection of the business entity. That's already taking place. In the 21st century, there's no one in the private sector ignoring the importance of cybersecurity. Some of the things that I mentioned that a lot of people are fearing about the power grids and water and not getting food and air traffic and banking systems crashing, those things are in the realm of possibility. But as you said, we have a lot of people working on countering those types of attacks. So are those a real concern? Should people be panicking about those things? People should not be panicking about anything when it comes to this. They are problems. But think of it in this way. You own your home and you pay for fire insurance every single month. Now, I'm guessing your house hasn't burnt down any time in the recent uh, past, but yet you continue to pay that fire insurance. It's the same with cybersecurity. Things are happening all the time, but those protections are in place, keeping us safe, and they will continue to do so. Yes, cyber criminals will always come along and figure out some vulnerability or some gap. Somebody will make a mistake and click on something that downloads malware, but there's methods to deal with that even if the damage is done so that it can be corrected, fixed, and business can resume. This is how cyber works in the reality of today and how it'll be for the rest of the lifetime that we experience anything cyber-related. So the fact that what's going on in the Ukraine with Russia, the fact that that's taking place, it doesn't really make it more dangerous for us today. The threat was always there. The threat's always been there. And I think in many ways, while cyber threats are real and Russia certainly has committed a number of attacks on the U.S., as has China, North Korea, Iran, there's a lot of dedicated professionals in the FBI and other agencies and certainly the private sector combating it. I also think it draws the attention from the real problem. We have an invasion where people are losing their lives. Let's not be too caught up in how our banking may be affected temporarily and reserve ourselves to not want to help in the Ukrainian issue. I'm not talking about wholesale war. I'm talking about us as individuals, making sure we're doing our part, sending relief funds or anything else we can to support those people. The cyber situation is really pretty much under control. It's a daily challenge for those in the industry. But again, no one's ignoring the problem and it's being addressed. People should be able to rest easy when it comes to cyber threats. So you were just talking about us doing our part. Is there a part that we can do to remain safe? Yes, absolutely. So if you want to do your part, which we all should, because it's not just what's happening in Russia today. It's that 16-year-old kid in some foreign country in a cyber cafe that wants to rip you off. The threats are the threats, and they're all pretty much the same. You want to make sure you're being safe. 
strong passwords are number one. You've heard that before, but I need to emphasize it. You have to have a password that can't be guessed or hacked. Likewise, making sure you're not clicking on links. That is the most common way malware is downloaded onto your computer or business computer systems. If you get a link from somebody and you're not confident that it is legitimate, you shouldn't be clicking on it. Those simple steps are great ways to keep yourself safe. That's doing your part to protect not only yourself, your business, but essentially our whole infrastructure here in the United States. So then in your professional opinion, having done this type of work for so many years, this panic of going out and stocking up on you know, canned goods and water and batteries. And I, I had mentioned to you earlier uh, before our conversation, I know someone who wants to buy a solar generator. We really don't need to be taking these types of actions. You know, if people feel they need to do those things, have at it. But I wouldn't say you need to do those things out of concern of cyber threats. Uh, when you look at supply chain issues in this country and elsewhere, That's a greater issue in just getting supplies. It's not going to be cyber that prevents you from getting what you need. And John, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about this topic? I will tell you that the cyber threats are constantly evolving. Joni, if you have me back a couple of months from now, we'll probably be talking about the same problem, but different issues. So people need to remain vigilant and remain aware. It's, again, to use another analogy, You've got locks in the doors of your home. You lock them every night before you go to sleep because you don't want anybody entering your house. Got to think of that way when it comes to your computer. You got to make sure you have those protections in place. Make sure you have your systems updated. When you get that notification that there's an update waiting, do it right away because that means they found a vulnerability and that update will fix it and keep the cyber criminal out. As long as you're staying on top of things, you're going to be fine. And finally, make sure you back up everything, because if something does happen and you've got a backup, it's not a big deal. You can delete anything that was downloaded onto your computer and reinstall with your backup and not miss a day of business or anything you're saving in your personal life. Very easy to keep yourself safe. It just takes a little bit of effort. John, I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to have this conversation. As I said in the beginning, I know a lot of people who are really freaking out about this, you know, what the president said and just being so fearful of what this may mean. And everything that you told us today, it really is calming. And, you know, this is your area of expertise. And I think that you have really put a lot of minds at rest. So thank you for being here. Hopefully that's what I've done. And again, I will reiterate, it's not to say there's not problems, because of course there are. But we've got great people working on these problems, and it's not an indefensible problem. We can protect ourselves, and we can also strike back. So it keeps people at bay, and other countries know better than to mess with the United States too much. So people can sleep easy at night, yet at the same time, be vigilant in protecting themselves. John, thank you so much for joining us. Johnny, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided is the opinion of our guest and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, 
C-Y-A-C-Y-L.com. That stands for Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. While on our site, listen to past shows on demand, read the digital magazine, sign up for our mailing list, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.